What's up, everybody? Joe Sib here from Rad Parenting with my co-host. Anaya Vogue. Yes, we I'm are. already laughing. Oh, my gosh. Are we laughing about our holiday experiences? I, I don't even know. I was laughing about you messing with the mic. I know. And yourself all sorted out. Uh, just so you guys know, we run a tight ship here, and currently we are going to be moving studios. We don't know when we're going to be in our new studio, but uh, for the most part, I am Anaya's roadie. I like to say I set up her microphone. <laughs> she likes to say that she's high maintenance. I'm not going to say that because she already did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also not denying it. Um, but uh, a lot of times when we come in here, I like to say that we, we have we have our coffee, we have a little bit of food, um, and I think we're both still um, thawing out uh, from Thanksgiving a few weeks ago. Uh, but today's show, we actually got an email about this, and uh, we actually talked on the radio about this. Uh, KGO in San Francisco, you guys probably heard us talk about this. Uh, we, did a, we touched on it a while ago um, about different holidays. And, and where that kind of plays with our kids. Mm-hmm. So today, uh, Ana and I wanted to talk about this whole thing that parents are saying to each other. Um, some parents, maybe some aren't. Christmas time, the holidays. I'll go back and forth with both titles. Uh, Santa Claus, does mm-hmm. he exist? Does he not? Now, some people want to tell their kids <laughs> he doesn't. Some people want to tell their kids he does. Uh, today's whole show is basically dedicated to what our thoughts are on Santa Claus. And it was funny because off the air, you and I were already talking about our feelings towards, yeah. towards the man with and the beard. Big. And yeah, you know, the, the thing that KGO had asked us and for our friends in San Francisco, w- what they'd asked us is they put us on the air and they've been doing this lately for us up there. Chip Franklin, who does the drive time up there, he's been putting an A and I on the air and he just asks us these questions like mm-hmm. point blank. And we get a little heads up on him. Like the first one was, how, you know, should millennials still oh, yeah, live at yeah, home, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, after college? And we answered that question. And then this one was, he's like, um, why tell your kids that Santa Claus doesn't exist? Like, why let them believe in this mythical character? And and I, you know, I'll just start right away is that I'm 49 years old and I look great. And um, <laughs> I do. I do. You do. Joseph. I do. I do. No drugs and alcohol and I never smoked. Um, and I'm going to start at 50. Uh, what I What I wanted to say was <laughs> I still believe in Santa Claus to this day. Like, I love the whole theory with him. I love the energy that he puts in my household. I mm. love that my kids, they we start celebrating the holidays so early because they love everything that comes with it. And I, even on, on uh, Christmas Eve, like they still, and they're teenagers, they mm-hmm. still sleep in the same room on that night and they still read the, was the night before Christmas, that whole story. Yes. And then I go out and I shake the bells like in the middle of the night. I, I set my alarm 3 a.m., 4 a.m. <gasps> and I go out there. So yeah. I'm usually pretty buzzed because I've been up, n- not as much. I remember when I was little, I would put together all their toys, you know, so I'd be drinking beers the whole time, but I'd go out there and shake the bells so they think, you know, reindeer. Yeah. And then I know right now people are like, well, then dude if you're doing that then that shows that santa doesn't exist and this is my theory i know santa exists i know that he's out there i just know that i haven't been good enough and my kids haven't been good enough my wife that's why he's never actually come to the house that's so we're just doing a tribute to to him you're filling in we're filling in for him because we have on good behavior yeah and that's what i tell people when they go what do you mean you don't you believe in santa claus i'm like yeah i believe in him i totally believe he's there i just am not good enough that he's ever showed up at my okay here's what so can i so i'm gonna i'm gonna throw the question at you right now for the parents out there with youngins you know they got they got their two-year-olds or three-year-olds and and obviously for the parents with the teenagers tell me your theory on 
believing or not to believe in Santa Claus? Anaya. Anaya, yeah. Uh, well, f- I think that my big feelings around this have a lot to do with my my own childhood and it just being such a magical time. I mean, my mother was really great about, you know, our birthdays were special. You know, we had the Tooth Fairy. We had the Easter Bunny. We were a non-religious family, um, but we celebrated holidays and these sort of magical, not just magical sort of creatures, or be- but but an energy that is really beautiful. It's a definite energy. And I think that that's what, you know, when even when you say, you know, I believe in Santa Claus, it's like, yeah, I, I believe in that beautiful, magical, mysterious, you know, I don't think that um, we have to come from a place of like, if you, if you can't see it, it doesn't exist. Because of course, there's a whole bunch of, you know, uh, things that are intangible that we can't necessarily see or know for sure. But energy, that energy is really powerful. That energy is so powerful to the point that even the music that will play in the household around that time of the year yeah the, the it just changes the dynamic in the family like right now we got the tree up it's all lit up Love we it. still have the we still have the Thanksgiving table out from the meal um and and all the decorations I put the I put the Christmas tree light I put the lights up outside day before Thanksgiving so when my daughter even sees all that i can just see her taking a sigh of like ah oh, i'm yes, home yes is yes. that the energy you're it talking is. about that's exactly the energy i'm talking about and i think that particularly in you know we are in some troubled times <laughs> and i think that um to be able to have that sort of magical bubble that we create for our children, I, I honestly don't think it does any harm. Um, and I think that, you know, as our kids get older and they start to say, you know, well, does Santa really exist? I mean, I kind of always, with my older daughter, and I haven't got there yet with my younger daughter, but my younger daughter had a, has asked about the Tooth Fairy. And I always say, well, how do you feel? Like, how do you, do you feel like the Tooth Fairy exists? Do you feel like Santa Claus exists? Because it is a feeling at the end of the day and an atmosphere that we create around Santa Claus. Now, the one thing I will say is, um, you know, the reason that my mother ultimately burst the bubble for me was because I got completely carried away, thought I would sit down with the Sears catalog Christmas edition and make this insane list of everything I wanted because I thought it was a free for all, right? (laughs) Like Santa just makes endless toys. And while that was devastating for me to have her be like, "Uh, yeah, actually... There is no Santa Claus. Um, the way that that's translated in my own parenting is it's always been a rule for both my daughters. I did it first with my older daughter, who, as most of you know, is like 12 years older than my younger daughter, is I would always say, you may ask Santa Claus for two presents because if we ask for, if every child asks for more than that, there wouldn't be enough for everyone. And we want to make sure that Santa has enough toys for everyone because I think that's a built-in lesson that we can because I think that it shouldn't just be a free-for-all. It shouldn't just be a consumerist nightmare, like where our kids are just like, I want, I want, and they're like tearing apart, you know, a gazillion presents in 10 minutes, and then it's just done. I think there's something really beautiful about it also being mindful. I agree. And one of the things that we tr- we tried to do with our kids when they were younger was before the actual day showed up, we would say, hey, go through the house and grab what might not be the toy 
or the possession that you're always playing with, mm-hmm. whether it was, you know, for my daughter, a different, uh, you know, she was really an American girl doll mm-hmm. and all those type of things, or, or my son with his Legos and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I would say to them, hey, you know, cruise and get all that stuff. And then what we're going to do is we're going to put it in a box out in front on this particular night. And one of Santa's helpers is going to cruise by the pad to get those, bring them back up to the North Pole, give them to Santa so that he can redistribute those toys. And, you know, we did that and it, and it would make, I love a, that. It would make a difference. Now, I'm not going to lie to you and say that we were able to pull that off every time because a lot of times my kids were like, I don't got anything to give to Santa. Like, you know, they were just like, I'm pretty <laughs> nope. cool. I'm pretty cool. I'm using everything up yeah. here. So, you know, for the most part, we would get a few things that would do it. But for, for you guys listening, I think that's a nice little tradition to throw out there because it it, it also gets to show your children the, the act of giving back. Yeah. And, and some kids will really dive into it and start bringing all their toys down. You're like, you got to keep some of them for yourself. Yeah. But- that might be something. I love your idea too, and narrowing it down to three presents. I or, or did you say two? I think two. Yeah, you two. We okay, go with two. Yeah, you I know, mean, in, our, in our house, that, but yeah. by the time no, they've got, you know, they have gifts from their grandparents yeah. and great gifts from mom and dad and blah blah blah. It's like they still have plenty. It's just I think that that is a way of encouraging them to have. To to be mindful and Great. and uh, around the whole thing and it not just being like Santa makes all these toys I can ask for whatever I want. Okay, now I got to ask you the question. And just go straight to it. I don't know what is voice there that was. is there. It was it was. Uh, I <laughs> want to Santa's help kid. us. Yeah, a bratty little kid. <laughs> Santa makes all the toys. Uh, what do you think about? Is there any like damage that can happen to our kids believing in Santa and he's not? In, you know something like are you well, I, I suppose- guess what I'm trying to say for the for maybe someone that's listening to the show right now and, and they're like oh you know what I don't want my child growing up believing in things that don't exist yeah sure sure sure, okay, sure. So- yeah and I think that that's why you know so absolutely I think it's a valid argument to be like I want what I ultimately want to teach my child is yeah if you can if somebody can't prove it don't just take it because they believe it like I don't want you know, I mean, of course, the most obvious analogies would be like, I don't want my kid to become some like, you know, programmed religious fundamentalist because I've taught them that, you know, it's OK to believe in things that you can't really see just because so and so says they exist. Um, however, I think that there is a way around the whole Santa thing where, you know, it's almost like the suspension of 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 disbelief when you take them to a movie like and you say this is you know what a magical world that they created wouldn't it be incredible to be part of you know whatever i, yeah. I can't even think no of i know what you're saying right now you're but saying you know whenever I mean? we drop in a fantasy world any movie or or anything that we've seen in that world or even in you know the harry potter books like sure it's not real that you're flying around on your broom and we're still going to enjoy that That's so right. why not be able to exactly. enjoy uh, the whole idea that this character is alive and he's out there yes. and he is able to bring these gifts to children. And maybe there's a way that you actually share with your children to give back so that he can give gifts to other yeah. kids with yeah. the idea that our family's thrown out there. And with the idea that you had, that you had I love, I love the three ideas, the three, the three presents under the tree. That's kind of where we go. You mm-hmm. go with two. Uh, we go with three. Um, and and that that made a difference too when we shifted into that with the amount of gifts under the tree because mm-hmm. I know right now I know that on Christmas Eve when maybe there's not a ton of stuff underneath the tree I know sometimes at least my wife and I we've been like oh gosh they're going to come down tomorrow and be disappointed you yeah. know there isn't all these things under yeah. the tree. but I I remember as a kid 
coming down and, and whatever was underneath there, you were you were stoked you were excited. on. Yeah. You know, there's this little video floating around on Facebook and it is about appreciating the little things. And this mom took a video of she had she took a paper clip and wrapped it in a box with a bow and gave it to her three year old. And you see this sweet little three year old girl open it up and she's like, oh, Mama, look <laughs> And the mom says, what are you going to do with it? She goes, I'm going to play with it. And she's excited. Like, there was just something about the, you know, I don't know what's in the box with the bow, and it looks awesome. And then I get this sparkly little paper clip. And, you know, to a three-year-old, it's like, yeah, like, there's just, there's something beautiful. And I think that we need the balance of this kind of, yeah, beautiful, magical energy because there's things about reality that are really harsh. And it's not to say we put our heads in the sand or that we encourage our kids to do so and not also be aware of like people that are struggling in the world and the challenges that they're going to face in the world. But I think that it's important for that to be balanced. You know, just like we need to sleep to make our waking hours better. I think that there's something beautiful um, about creating this sort of little magical bubble for our children to experience, to balance out maybe some of the other stuff that they're experiencing in life that's just a little tougher. Yeah. Absolutely. And it is creating that balance. Uh, now, with uh, I know we've talked about this before on the show, you know, some of the Disney movies you're not a mm-hmm. fan of. Uh, just putting you on the spot right now. Any any holiday <laughs> movies that, that you love? Like, like because oh, okay. I got a list of them. Oh, that, I have you know. favorites. Okay. I love Elf. Okay. Elf. Love. One of my favorites. So we're going to recommend Elf. Smiling is my favorite. I love that. Yeah, and there's really not a lot in that movie that would be, uh, you know, dicey to for even little kids to watch. You what know? about It's a Wonderful Life? Okay, I cannot. I have never seen. Oh my! I have gosh. not. Maybe I need to do that. Are you serious? I'm serious. I it's, think you know what I want because well, I think it's a little bit more of an American tradition. It's just not something that was part of like what we do in Canada. Sorry. I, no, it's it's no, wonderful. Life's international. No, it's. I'm telling you, really it's not a thing. Okay. Yeah. Hey, for our listeners that are outside of the United States, tell me if I'm wrong when I think that everyone has seen It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, Maybe yeah. I was just. I don't know. I love that movie. I love It's a Wonderful. Life. What about Christmas Story? You'll shoot your it's eye all right. out. It's all right. It's all right. Yeah. Okay. I love Love Actually. It's okay. really amazing. I wouldn't necessarily recommend that you watch it with your kids. I haven't seen Love Actually. Oh, okay. So this, I'll watch It's a Wonderful Life. Got to watch it. You'll with, watch Love Actually. When Clarence gets his wings, I love that spot. And at the very end, every time a bell wing, rings, an angel gets his wings. Crying. Nice. And all the friends show up and they, and they give them all the money. And then there's the peanut specials, right? Yeah, you know, Christmas. I got. Is it you that's not a fan of the peanuts? I'm not. I don't. I mean, I'm not. I don't know if it's just wah, me. Wah, wah, I, wah, yeah. Wah, wah. yeah, I love the music. Huh. I love the music to all those shows. Yeah. Uh, what about? Okay, I'll go with this. Uh, this might not be uh, just Christmas, but what about planes, trains, and automobiles? It's Steve Martin. <laughs> it's a good one. That's, that's a great a whole one. holiday season. That's a, yeah. Thing, that's right? a Thanksgiving. Like Thanksgiving. That's Thanksgiving. Yeah. No, so oh, I got to throw out a movie too. Um, that everyone now. This isn't probably for all of your kids, but for the adults listening, one of my all-time favorite Thanksgiving movies is uh, Broadway Danny Rose, and that's a old Woody Allen movie. Hmm. Broadway Danny Rose. Check that out. I think I like it because I nerd out on it's like about a, a manager of all these really bad uh, comics and jugglers, and he has this one singing act. I don't know. Check it out. It's like seventy minutes. I like it. Uh, now going back to traditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, around the holidays does your family have any traditions you'd like to share with us um that you guys you know whether it's like you said giving back or i I know i know a lot of times uh different people you know will go work like 
here in Hollywood at the Laugh Factory on Christmas Eve, Nate yeah. and I can go down there and you yeah, do like and a I meal. Love that. Like, yeah. I love the idea as a, kind of in line again with the whole like having some mindfulness around Christmas. And how do you instill really those type of – this is a question. How do you instill putting – it's hard. You know, when the kids are young, mm-hmm. if you don't start like, hey, we got to do something for someone else mm-hmm. early on – then it's, I feel harder later on to all of a sudden throw, yeah. throw that in. Or do you think it's the other way around? Oh, well, no, I think that they're going to understand it better when they're older. But I think any time that you set a tradition early on, when you deviate from that, everybody sort of is like, whoa, 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 like totally. what's going on? Even if it could be like just make it richer or, you know, add another layer of, yeah. you know, whatever. Um, I think it is difficult to change traditions. And we had to, you know, when I was growing up, my, our thing was always that we would go first to my dad's mom's. Okay. That was a smaller family. Um, and then we'd leave from there and we wouldn't open gifts at my mom's family, which was much bigger. So lots of kids, lots of presents. We would go there at like 11 PM on Christmas Eve and then not start opening gifts until midnight. And then we, as kids, we'd be up until like three in the morning and then we'd be, you know, my parents would put us in the car. Of course I lived where it was very, very cold. So we get all nice and warm in the car and then have to be woken up to go into the, it was awful. But anyway, and then in the morning we would have our Santa gifts, which which I really loved. One of the things that I do with my kids is we, um, I have them pace themselves throughout the day. So it's like, let's open, you know, three gifts. They open their, they usually have a pajama gift the night before. A what gift? A pajama gift. Like they're, they'll open a oh, okay. pajamas or whatever. That would be the gift that I would immediately be bummed on when I was a kid. I'd be like, pajamas later. <laughs> later. <laughs> if they get them the night before, it's like, you know. Still. When um, I was a kid, it would just be like, like no. Uh, Are they pajamas with the feet in them? Sometimes. Yeah, those rule. I want to um, get adult size pajama with I the feet some. in them. Are you serious? Yeah, they're they're a little they're a little impractical though. I got to tell you, because if you have to go to the bath as a woman anyway, like if you have to go to the bathroom, like you're basically like fully stripping down. <laughs> so you go from being super warm, like almost too warm, and sweating inside your little like fully zipped up feet. So pajamas. what you're saying is they're not as great as they were when you're ten. That's or 11. right. Because okay. it's just different. All right, it's just learning different. different things on the show tonight. Um, okay. And then, and then, what's and then the other thing was, yeah, the pacing. So my girls know, because we did it from the time they were young, where it's not just like a free-for-all, like, present, Santa came, and like, they There's rip that everything apart, and it's, done in ten, and it's done in 10 minutes, because that is so... I found that at Thanksgiving, I have to tell you, like, after I was on my feet for probably 24 hours with a little bit of sleep and preparing this meal, and then we sat down, and it felt like it was done in 10 minutes, I'm like... This is such a downer. I totally agree with you. One of the things that we do every Christmas at our house, uh, even on Thanksgiving too, I I am so about pacing. Mm -hmm. Even when we had Thanksgiving a few weeks ago, I was like, hey, check it out. We are not just going to jam this through yeah. and 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 have it be done in 10 minutes. Uh, you know, the the moment everyone getting around the table, had everyone sit around, you know, everyone has their drinks, they're chilling. Um, then when we carved the turkey, we took our time with that. Then yeah. we had the table for everyone to come over. Everyone brought it out. And then even then when everyone was sitting around the table, I, I even paced people like on their eating, like slow it yeah. down. Nice. Let's do this. And then also um, I feel with Christmas – when everyone would come downstairs, uh, one of the things that we do is 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 let the mor- the whole morning exist where everyone's just kind of lounging around and, and this is not, Christmas morning. This is Christmas uh-huh. morning. Like I really want everyone like that's this is the morning where we're not you know on our phones and acting like any other morning. Mm-hmm. It's like you know everyone you know even on that uh, you know we have a tradition you know and I know some people are like wow you have breakfast together but as a lot of you guys know it's super hard to do so we you know we'll have like a real breakfast everyone hanging out and then uh, watching shows together staying in pajamas all day all day yeah 
all day. We in the usually pajamas. get dressed for dinner. Just yeah, that's what we'll do. Like we go to a friend's know, house. Fancy. We go to a friend's house for dinner. And, uh, and oh, just, you, so you don't host? We don't host Christmas Day. Got it. We go to a friend's house for that. Got it. And and that's always been a tradition. But you know what I what I'm glad we talked about today was you know answering that question about to believe or not to believe in Santa. And I think we kind of both feel the same way. It's really up to the parents what they really feel is is important to them. Mm-hmm. And but I think you and I both are going to be safe to say that we believe in Santa. Yeah. And, and, and that I think it's really important. I think that's an, it's an important, beautiful thing to yeah. be able to have, bring that magic to a child's life. Yeah. Um, With all the craziness that's going on in the world right now, yes. I got to believe in Santa. I that's, do. That's, yeah. No, no. And I think it's the same thing for With kids. everything that's going on in this world, I swear it, it gives me a moment of just non-reality to think about a dude cruising around in a sleigh with reindeer and just throwing gifts out there. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's what I love about Elf at the end when uh, they come cruising through the city. So good. So good. good. I'm here. I'm singing for you. I don't know (laughs) when he does. Are we going to start quoting Elf right now? Oh my God. Okay. Before we do that, we will sign off. Today was a short show. I want to thank you guys so much once again. And, uh, you know, we're going to be doing uh, a lot of different things in 2017. And one of the things is, is more questions from you guys that we'll Mm -hmm. answer on the air. So today, if you have any questions, hit us up at radparenting at gmail.com. And uh, we'll see you guys all next week. My name is Joe Sib. And Anaya Bo. Late.